0: Yo, it's Nick Ruez, twice self-made real estate entrepreneur. I came up once from scratch in my late teens, built over a million dollar net worth. The 2008 crash forced me into bankruptcy. Then I bounced back quickly again after bankruptcy. This is success from scratch. We talk entrepreneurship here, money, financial literacy, business building, psychological and chess player warfare, real estate entrepreneurship, economic evolution, the laws of it, survival of the fittest sales and persuasion, anything success. I don't care where you are. Pay attention. Listen up. This is success from scratch for you. Welcome back, guys, to the success from scratch show. It's your boy, your host, your friend, your mentor, Nick Ruiz, and for those of you who don't know me, maybe it's your first time listening, I'm the founder of Alpha Home Flipping, Alpha Success Training. I'm the author of a couple best-selling books, Flip, and also Success From Scratch. So anyways, I want to get into more deal stuff. You guys want to know about deals. You want to know about numbers. I got some pretty good feedback from the last episode, so I thought I'd kind of continue down that vein a little bit and, again, kind of use this podcast as a venting tool for my activity. In my deals. So you can kind of hear what I'm thinking when I look at deals. What do I think? How do I look at them? How do I structure them? How do I negotiate them? How do I close them? How do I finance them? All these things that I'm personally doing, which I think is super valuable. So, um, again, got good feedback from the last one. So, we're going to continue. Last time I talked about that uh, seller financing situation, which was beautiful. Um, so, I kind of have a f- list of a few things, but let's see what I can get into immediately here. So here's a deal I have pending, um, meaning he signed my offer and I am going into a purchase with him. Um, It is a single family. It's a two bedroom and I'm going to keep it as a rental. Now, I always get the question, hey, Nick, when you get a lead, how do you determine if you're going to keep the place, if you're going to wholesale it or rehab it? As you guys know, I operate in a single family triad. That's my proprietary method for um, dealing with my leads and deals that come in. I'm either going to wholesale it, which is where you put a house under contract and sell it for more money without ever actually closing on it. You know, and obviously you can do all three of these with no cash or credit, obviously, but I'm either going to wholesale it, I'm going to close on it, fix it up, and then sell it, retail on MLS, the multiple listing service, put it on the open market and find a buyer who's going to actually move into the property, or I'm going to buy it, clean slash fix it up, do maybe a light rehab if need be, and keep the property and rent it out and have someone pay me, you know, 900 a 1000 or 1100 a month every single month passively, which is also beautiful. Again, So this particular deal we're talking about, um, it's on a nice little pocket in my city where it's very blue class, working class, and there's not a huge market for like two-bedroom minted out, fixed up properties to to, to buy, you know, to sell as a rehab. And I just, it's a great rental pocket that I do really well in. So it's a two bedroom house. I am going to get $975 to $1,000 a month in rent. Okay. And I'm paying zero utilities. Uh, the nice thing about single families, the tenant pays all the utilities. So the way all my single family leases are set up. So for example, I'll kind of walk you through this one. Um, actually, why don't I walk you through kind of what I'm how I got it what I'm doing with it etc. So I sent out letters and this guy called me and um went out to the house, okay? He owned the house for about 10 years and the tenant was behind in rent. So this produced his motivation. You know, he was older um and he just didn't want to deal with it anymore. He was sick of collecting money and screwing around. So um he called me and was like, "Yeah, I'd like to sell the place." He was very he was he was on the more motivated side. He wasn't like ultra motivated uh, but anyways, um, he originally wanted like something in the 50s. I think he wanted 50,000. He's like, I'd like to get as close to 50 as possible. Now, I knew that was outside of what I'd want to pay, but I could tell by the tone in his voice that he um, he had flex there. So anyways, and I know this house is probably worth about 65 to 70 when it's in really good shape. So anyways, went out there, met him. He showed me the tenant was in there and the tenant was a slob and just I can see what he was talking about like... It's just the tenant wasn't good. So he was at his last, you know, he was just at his wits' end. I think he had to pursue an eviction soon. So he just was done. He's like, I just, I'd like to get rid of the property. He's like, I don't want to give it away, but I just, I I do want to sell it. So I'm like, okay. So anyways, as we know, you first when you when you talk to sellers over the phone, there's two phases of questioning in, in conversation. The first phase is determining motivation. I don't care how many bedrooms, updates, new roof, blah, blah, blah. None of that matters if they're not motivated, right? So I, I determined motivation, and then he went in to tell me a little bit about the house, you know, no more than a 10-minute phone call, and I made an appointment and walked through. Quickly walked through. Took, takes me five, six minutes to walk through a house very fast, and... Uh, I probably, you know, I probably had to put about three, four grand into kind of just making the place cleaned up and ready to rent to my standards. I thought it was sloppy in there. Maybe five grand tops. Let's just round up. I got to put five grand to, into this place to, you know, attract a decent tenant. That's going to pay me nine seventy five to a thousand. So anyways, we talk and uh, first he said close to 50 and then he, you know, I talked to him later that day. I called him. I knew it. I I knew what I wanted to pay right away, but I always like to like, Say I'll call them in an hour after I do, you know, after I really calculate things. Again, I already had it calculated. But, you know, for newer people too, you're going to want to do your calculations and repair stuff and get back to them. So anyways, so I call him and I go, Chris, I'll give you, f- I can- or no, how did I say it? I go, Chris, I just can't get to the 50 mark. I said, I might be too far off. I said, um, what do you think the best you can do before I even gave him a number? I always like them to reveal their numbers first. So he's like, you know what? I can come down a little. He goes, I'm going to – or you, or, or, I, oh, I know what happened. So I go, because this was I'm like you know a week and a half ago, and I'm just coming back to me. So I said, Chris, I'm in like the high 20s, low 30s. And he's like, no, no, I can't do that. No, no, we're not going to be able to make a deal. And I was like – and I knew I could climb a little from there. But I go, well, what can you do? Because he didn't want to really tell me up front. That's what it was. So he's like, yeah, you, you know, because remember, first he said he wanted to be close to 50. So I came back with high 20s, low 30s, and he kind of was like, no, no, no. So then he said um, – he goes, well, I got it. The number's got to start with a 4. He goes, period. Like, that just – you know, I I wouldn't be able to take any less than that. So he needed 40 or higher. So I go, okay, you know what, Chris, I just – I think we're still a little bit too far apart. And now I didn't even try to act like I wanted to like race up to some new price right away to seem seem eager. So what I did was I said, all right, well, you know, if anything changes, let me know. But, you know, I was like, maybe let me revisit some numbers, but I just don't think we're going to be able to connect. You know, hey, I loved meeting you. You seem like a really good guy and I do wish you the best of luck. And he's like, okay. So I call him back two days later um, after I kind of was done working on a bunch of other stuff. And I go, yo, hey, Chris, I go, um, I did some math and I go, I can climb a little bit more. I know I said low thirties, I can get up a little higher. And I, and I always say, listen, we're not on two different planets. And I always reference the fact that, Hey, you know, um, some deals like I'm on Var- Mars and they're on Venus and we can never connect. But I go, we're just too close to not make a deal. I go, L- you know, you want to sell it. I want to buy, let's make a deal, you know? And, uh, he goes, um, he goes, well, what can you do? And I go, honestly, I go, I could probably come up to 35. Um, he goes, I'll tell you what, if you can do 38, you got a deal right now. I'll commit to it. And I, I hemmed and hawed and I'm like, 38. I go, that's, and I just probably made some, yeah, you know, funny comment like, what's the magic, you know, that's the magic number or something. I don't remember what I said, but, um, he goes yep and i was like so 30 so you're saying if i could somehow get up to 38 done deal he goes yep so um i go okay i go let me call you back in 5 minutes and i knew i can do 38 i already knew i could do it but i just wanted to make him look like i was hemming and hawing really a lot on it i don't love i didn't love 38 but i knew i could do it and and make out okay so bottom line um I, uh, whatchamacallit, so I call him back. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. I'll do 38. Let's make a deal. Sent him over the offer. He signed it. So, and I'm going to get 975 to to $1,000 a month in rent after I put five grand into it. So let's do the math here. Um, and let's see here. Da, 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 da. I'm buying it for $38,000, okay? I'm putting five into it and this will just be a cash deal for me. $43,000 cash I will have tied up in this property, okay? I'm going to rent it for 1000 a month. And remember, I don't have any expenses. I don't pay any utilities. All I pay are the taxes, and the taxes will be about 100 a month. So let's say the profit's 900 a month times 12. That's 10,800, okay? I'm making 25% on my money, okay? 25% on my money. Where do you go and get 25% return on your money? You tell me. So I think I did that math right, right? Whatchamacallit, uh, 900 times 12 is 10,800. Yeah, divided by 43,000. Yeah, 25% of my money. Some of my rental deals end up being more than that, but 25% of my money. Tie up 43 grand. What's 43 grand in the bank gonna do for me? Anyone know? What do you get? 0.03%, 43,000 times 0.03, whoops, 43,000 times dollars a year. Yeah. So instead of $129 a year, I'm getting 10,800 a year. So when I tell people I love deploying my capital and as soon as I get capital from a big flip or you know, some other business venture. All I'm thinking about is how do I deploy this capital? That's it. Like when I get money, I'm in from anything I'm doing. All I'm thinking about is how do I put it back out on the streets? So I can make 129,000 in one year. If I left 43,000 in the bank, I'm sorry, $129. If you put $43,000 into a bank, you're going to make $129,000. I'm making ten thousand eight hundred on that exact same forty-three thousand. You follow me? And on top of that, I'm into it for forty-three. The thing's worth seventy, so I have an immediate twenty-seven thousand dollars in equity profit, profit in the form of equity. Meaning, if I sold it, I'd be able to pick up another. So I made twenty-seven thousand in immediate equity, and I make ten thousand eight hundred dollars a year for life, autopilot. Okay. Where this place is, when I fix it up, the way I'm going to fix it up, and the, the tenant I'm going to get in there, which that I'm going to screen properly, so they're a very good tenant, I'm going to have mailbox money for life until I decide to sell it or do whatever, you know. And a lot of times I sell these to the tenant. I help them fix their credit, and I sell it for super top dollar because they love the place, and I could sell it to them for 85 and their payment on that is only going to be 700 something a month with taxes, and they're paying me 1000 a month in rent, so that's a no-brainer for them you follow. So that's this nice little two bedroom deal. I love two bedrooms um, in this area because it's just a smaller household, not a bunch of kids tearing stuff up, which is nice. But um, yeah, a decent blue collar workforce area. And yeah, this is a deal. It's pending to be sold. It's going to be vacant at closing. He promised me he was going to make it vacant at closing. So it'd be easier for me to just go in, do what I got to do and get a tenant in there. And then it's a $1,000 check coming in a month for life on one little deal like this. So um, now you're probably thinking, well, Nick, I don't have $43,000. You know, what am I supposed to do here? Um, First of all, many things. If you listen to my last episode, to structuring some kind of seller financing. Another thing you can do, you can get a private money or hard money loan. Yes, it's gonna cost you a few extra bucks, but you're gonna acquire the property for nothing. So you buy it for 38 and you need to put five into it. You borrow 43,000 from a hard money lender. Who cares if he charges you four grand for the money? That's expensive, yeah, but at the same time, look it, you're into it for $42,000. This is what you could do. I'm sorry, $43,000, right? 38 buy five grand, Rehab, 43 plus five grand is 48. You're into it for $48,000. Now call up your regular bank and have them pay off the hard money loan and put a regular mortgage on it for 48000 I got news for you. You get a mortgage for $48,000, your payment with taxes will be um, less than 500 a month and you'll rent it for 1000 so now you get to make $500 a month using nothing, using no money out of pocket. A hard money lender or a private money lender put up all the funds. That's one way of doing it. You can negotiate a seller financing deal, but sometimes sellers aren't up for it. They want all the cash like this guy did. So you, you solve that. You solve that problem. He has a problem. He needs all cash. Sometimes they have a problem and they don't want all cash because they don't want the tax liability. I talked about that in my last episode. This guy's problem is he he needed the cash. How do I solve that? I pay cash for it. People who don't have actual cash can use hard money or private money. Or if you have semi-decent credit, you can go to a bank and just put 20% down. So you buy it for 38000 And what's 20% of that? Uh, that's um, 70, uh, whatchamacallit? I'm, I'm, I'm freaking, my math is goofy. I'm, I'm like, I can't even think. 38000 that would be $7,600, right? 7600 bucks. If you can do that, that's another option for him to get all of his cash. There's a lot of ways to cut the pie in real estate. And saying that you don't have any money or credit, unfortunately, is not an excuse. If you have a little bit of it, you can do small deals like this. Now, you know, don't reach out and say, hey, Nick, sorry, but I'm in, you know, a different state. I can't find houses like this and that. It's just you change the numbers. Maybe you buy rentals for, you know, I know a guy in a certain area. He pays 80, 90 grand for houses like this. And he rents them out for 1200 and the math still works, okay? Um, so this is just one example, okay? Just don't come up with excuses. This is just one example of one deal that I'm doing, and I wanted you guys to know the structure from how I found it, how I negotiated it, what I'm doing with it, why I'm doing a certain—why th- I'm keeping it instead of flipping it how I'm renting it out, what it's going to do for me, et cetera. And by the way, it's only going to appreciate over time. So if it's worth 70 today, maybe in 10 years, it's worth 95 or a hundred as an example. So there, you're winning when you hold real estate like this in decent areas, you win multiple ways, multiple ways. Yeah. This is like a lower end, cheaper pocket of my city too. And not all my deals are 38 grand. So don't worry. I pay a lot more for certain deals that I'm doing, but this particular one happens to be cheap and it is what it is. So. There you go from A to Z on this particular deal. I'll leave off there for this particular episode, but again, remember, you don't need money or credit even to hold real estate. I just explained to you how you you yourself could do this exact same deal even if you didn't have the forty three thousand dollars okay um and that's that how many of the you know let's say you let's say you did let's say you got one of these and you made five hundred a month. How many of those would set you free passively right? You do five of these. That's twenty-five hundred a month. I don't know what you make at your job, but you're getting to a decent income threshold, right? Then you make three thousand a month. Then you make thirty-five hundred a month. Then you make four grand a month. Four grand a month is kind of a, a nice round number for a lot of people because that's pro- you know that's probably the average income, right? Forty-eight grand a year. Now you're getting into that territory where you may not have to be at your job anymore. Okay. So, and the beauty of single families are you know, what, what's four grand a month, eight single families making 500 a month in this particular example would get you four grand a month. Managing eight tenants and single families is so easy. Like single families are on autopilot. You don't pay any utilities. Okay. They never move because they love being in their single family. They make it their own. They never move down the road. You can sell it to the tenant for top dollar. Um, it's just the Holy grail. Like, What are you going to spend on eight single families? How much time per month? I'm telling you right now, an hour a month, if that, to make four grand a month. That's a beautiful thing. Okay. So listen, guys, if you like this content, reach out to me, tell me what you like about it. You can email me nick at alpha dot com. If you like this rate and review it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to it. I'd really, really, really appreciate that. Seriously. It helps the show. Um, And this is all free content. I want to keep giving you guys. So, Make sure you um, follow me on Instagram at Alpha Home Flipping, okay? And then if you click the link in my bio and Instagram, I have um, free trainings, um, a way that you can book a call with me. I don't have an exact, exact, li- I don't have an exact link that I can give you right now uh, via the podcast here. So go to Instagram at Alpha Home Flipping. And if you click the link in my bio, you should see a, something that says Start Your Flipping Biz. If you're dead serious about changing your entire life, Okay. And becoming financially free with real estate from someone who's been proven you know, you don't believe I do my own deals. Watch my reality show in the life. I'm doing deals constantly. I have like literally 10 deals going on right now. All right. Um, And I have some of them on film on my show in the life on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Nick Rose entrepreneur. Watch me do them on film real deal. Holy field. Okay. Um, but anyways, click the link in my bio. And if you're dead serious about changing your entire life, you, you can even book a call with someone on my team and they'll, uh, they'll talk to you about, um, how to get you started. Okay. So I'll leave you guys with that. Got plenty more cool episodes coming, but I just wanted to drop a little bit of info about this, uh, this current deal. One of these current deals here that's pending as a rental. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Success From Scratch show. Um, I need you to do something very important. Rate, review, and subscribe. You have to actually hit the subscribe button. So you'll automatically get these episodes fed to you wherever you're listening it to. Very, very important to me. It is the literal fuel that keeps this show going and improving, etc. And I thank every one of you for doing that. I really do. It takes 30 seconds of your life. means the world to me. And on top of that, uh, make sure you follow me on my social channels. Okay. Because I really engage and respond to almost everyone. I'm like known for it. Okay. S- uh, Snapchat at real Nick Ruiz, YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Nick Ruiz entrepreneur, facebook.com forward slash alpha home flipping and Instagram at alpha home flipping. Those are my hubs where I talk business, entrepreneurship, real estate, etc., all the time. And Also, head over to successfromscratch.net. You can download some free goodies there. And I will see you on the next episode.